Hey there, and welcome to Yes, a Stripper Podcast. On this podcast, we'll discuss how classifying each other as people and workers is dangerous to society and marginalized groups of people. We'll also talk about the climate in and outside of the strip clubs and all of the amazing things that strippers do. And of course, we'll talk about all of the things in between. I'm your queen, A.M. Davies, and this is Yes, a Stripper Podcast. Another day, another episode. Hello. Today is the first day that I am recording from my new home on the East Coast, back at mom's house, living here temporarily. Uh, One of my major priorities when I got here was to set up spaces for me to sleep and then to work. So I have set myself up in um, an abandoned office. Um, I mean, not not abandoned as like in like, you know, like an old shack uh, or something, but you know, it's an office that isn't used by anyone in the house anymore. So now it's my office temporarily until further notice. (laughs) So um, here I am on the East Coast and I'm still going to bring you podcasts. No matter what you see me saying or doing on my personal Instagram account, I will still be showing up for these podcasts because um, this, this particular project is really important to me and the longer I do it, the more I realize how important it is also for the community. So thank you for your messages. I always read them and I always respond. So please always feel free to reach out. I'm really excited for today's guest. Uh, her name is Shamika and we met on Instagram and we get to know each other a little bit more on this episode that you're about to listen to. And Shamika is also known as the pro ho and she writes books on how to improve your work on OnlyFans. And she's got such great spirit and energy that, um, you know, during a time where I personally am feeling burnout from digital sex work, let's be real. I'm feeling burnout from almost everything, (laughs) but specifically digital sex work. um, I think that when, for me personally, when I'm experiencing difficult times in my personal life, I find it harder to do digital sex work. I actually find it easier to do in-person sex work during times that I'm experiencing hardship. And I think that's because I just truly genuinely love being around people. And um, when I'm around people, I get I get to sort of get lost in um, like what those people need or what they want to talk about. And digital sex work feels just not very personal or intimate. And so for me, I find I can get burnt out on that a lot easier. But after talking to Shamika today, I was like, you know what? I see ways that I could um, improve or ways that I could get back into the game. And um Yeah. So I just really am grateful for that conversation. And um, I know a lot of us out there have had to turn to digital sex work since the pandemic. And so, um, you know, I'm positive you're going to learn something new from this episode. And um, not to mention, Shamika also writes books about this kind of stuff. So um, she really has a lot to share and to give back to the community. So I'm really excited for you to meet her um, and to learn more about Shamika and what type of work that she's up to. So enjoy this episode and catch you later. 
Hello everyone, I'm AMD, your queen and hostess with the mostest of Yes, a Stripper podcast. Definitely am so excited about today's guest who's here with me. Her name is Shamika. But before we get to Shamika, because, oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about, I just wanted to kind of let you know of some few new things that are happening here at Yes, a Stripper podcast. I wanted to let you know that we're now accepting donations via PayPal for Yes, a Stripper podcast. This is mainly because I absolutely hate commercials. So I've listened to other podcasts with commercials and I'm like, I just don't really want to do that here on this podcast. So we're asking that this could be a listener funded podcast. So if you would like to donate to Yes, a Stripper podcast, you can find us at paypal.me forward slash yes a stripper podcast and if you're a brand that would like to sponsor yes a stripper podcast we are looking for that but i'm very particular so for me it has to be an ethical brand for us to partner with so if that sounds like you you can email us at yes a stripper podcast at gmail.com or you can just slide into our dms at yes a stripper podcast Okay, so enough about all of that. We definitely want to get to our guests. I'm just so excited to talk to Shamika. What's up? How are you? Hello. Hey, girl. How's everything going over there? Um, I mean, I'm on the East Coast with you now, right? You're on the East Coast as well, <laughs> yes? Yeah. Yeah, so I wake up at 9 a.m. now instead of 6 a.m., but it's like basically the same time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I'm just suggesting, um, before we get started and talk about all of your fabulousness, would you mind if we share with the audience what the what your pronouns are? Sure. Uh, a she, woman. You use she, her. Great. She, her. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So listen, you and I have never met before. We've never even really chatted. We just connected on Instagram because you reached out to me, right? Am I remembering mm -hmm. that correctly? Tell yep. me, what was the inspiration for you to reach out to Yes, a Stripper podcast? Like what was, what was it for you? So I am pro anything that is sex work that is, um, I mean, sex work is one thing, right? But then there's another way of showcasing our work and showcasing more of what we have going on than just, you know, than just our work. Yeah. So I just love the whole platform. I love that you're giving people a chance to express themselves and talk to other people, you know, so they can really get to know us deeper than just the outside. Yeah. So it sounds like our visions are like sort of aligned in that way. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and I did notice that something that you do that was like really turned me on was you um, like you help other sex workers and and um, people how to be the best that they can be. And you just totally you like lift other people up in this profession. Right. Yeah. Can you speak on that? Like what that experience has been like for you? Yeah, so I feel like um, in our line of work, it's so catty. There's so much competition, and you literally have to 
pay for game. And I mean, how much you pay for it really depends on, you know, what you feel like it's worth to you. But in the past, I have paid for books. I have paid for other people to sit down and teach me. um, And I've spent a lot of money. And honestly, some of this stuff is really not just for safety, but, you know, just overall making the craft or industry look better as a whole. So I feel like, you know, each one teach one. Um, I just want to help people, you know, help girls. You don't have to be a doctor or a lawyer to be successful. Like you can do exactly what you want to do and just learn how to perfect your craft and you know like anything there is a strategy to it so when you learn that strategy you know make all the money you want yeah yeah so just to be clear and so people understand like what strategy game we're talking about um can you share with us like the work that you're currently involved in because sex work is such a broad term right so right so um, I teach women how to make 10 figures on OnlyFans and a professional sugar baby. Um, I am both. I work on OnlyFans currently and I am currently a sugar baby and a professional one because I don't have a nine to five. I haven't had a nine to five in um, six years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I've, I've made a living doing this and other people can too. Yeah. Yeah. I see like you're, you have a client you call Big Pappy, right? Big Poppy. Yeah. Big Poppy. <laughs> He's like my big fish right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I just love that you share and like, they're fine. Like, does he know that you're like, look what, you know, look what he sent me today. Like, it, does he know that you're He does like, know. He just mm-hmm. doesn't want to be like on camera. <laughs> like his face. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And here's one of the things I noticed about your account that kind of like, it upset me a little bit because you don't get the exposure that I feel like you deserve. You know, your engagement. underground industry. So I'm, I'm working on it because like the algorithm, right, on Instagram, there's yeah. like certain ways you have to go about it. So the old way, they totally snatched them up under our feet. And, you know, we're just, we have to find ways to do it. So I'm trying to get exposure. And, you know, I'm really happy that you let me on your platform because yeah, I'm hoping, you know, we can yeah, help each other. Absolutely. I really want people to see more of you and the work you're doing. And that was like my disappointment in scrolling because I was like, well, how many followers does she have? And I looked, you have over 11,000 and some of your views are it just hurts my feelings that you don't get the attention that you deserve because of these fucked up algorithms, basically. Yes. And mm-hmm. Instagram is literally flagging. And I, I thought it was just me, but I'm scrolling in the comments of other sex workers and they're literally flagging almost every single post that we're posting, literally. So the, the yeah. amount of posting that I can post has like literally dropped, you know, from one to two because I'm afraid of getting flagged so many times. Yeah. And also <laughs> I think it's because like you're promoting OnlyFans and like. Yeah, that has a big part of it for sure. Yeah. And Instagram's like, no. And. <laughs> Which I don't understand because, like, they let other companies talk about their own website. And, you know, it's just, yeah, it's infuriating. Yeah. Yeah, That's pretty sad. Yeah. So, um, so one of the things that I I found, again, like I said, I was stalking you. It was very fun. Um, And so... Uh, yeah, let's keep talking about the books the, 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 since we're on this subject. So I want to know you are writing books. You have written books. Do you, yeah. you tell us about that process? Because in one particular, um, post you said, I used to get paid to take pictures and now I'm getting paid to write about it. 
So can you tell us like uh-huh. what that all is, is happening for you? Sure. So um, I have three books currently out. Um, I'm going to drop another one soon. So I have four before the month is over with. But um, literally, I so I started out taking professional pictures a few years before I even started the OnlyFans. And um, this guy sat me down and was like, look, you can make money. This is before I even knew about OnlyFans, you know. So um, he sat me down. I learned the ins and the outs literally from a man teaching me. Um, I kind of went and ran from it from there. I had success in it. So um, taking pictures is something that's always been fun to me, right? Like uh, if you're, if you, you know, have, I don't I don't even know where I'm going with that, but if you like taking pictures, then, you know, that's one end of it, which I love modeling. I like taking pictures as a hobby, but then now I can actually tell other women. I write my book one time. This is the fun part about writing books. I write the book one time. I sit down, I take a week or two, you know, to put it all together, make sure it looks good, edit it. And then I put it out and then the book just, you know, it sells, like, so it's a lot easier. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot easier, you know, to put work in something one time, and then it just kind of keeps repeating the sales, so I'm thankful, I'm really thankful, you know, that the app has opened up for me. Yeah, and you, are, are these digital books, or? They're e-books, yeah, everything's digital. Yeah, and so can you tell us, like, what the books are about, and, and so it's about OnlyFans, and, but there was, there was a couple other ones. Yes, I have um, the rules to the game uh, OnlyFans, which is literally just breaking down the basics of OnlyFans, how to get started, what type of content you can choose to create, um, how to how to make connections with your fans, because it's one thing to be on OnlyFans and just get the subscriber fee. But it's another thing to actually get tips from these people, you know, which can Mm -hmm. be any amount there's no there's no cap to a tip so um you know I teach people how to make uh how to make your fans loyal fans you know where they'll subscribe forever which is you know just residual income um then I have another book it's called the cheat sheet it actually will tell you how to go onto these websites I have about 12 websites I believe right now that I post my only fan links on and like an advertisement almost so the cheat the cheat sheet is going to actually go through and give you all of those websites. It's going to give you the formula of exactly how I find these websites. Um, and then it'll give you like a password tracker in the end. Uh, you can print out where you can just digitally fill, it, digitally fill it out. But um, just helps you keep track of all the websites and the passwords. Um, yeah. My other one, A Guide to Getting a Sugar Daddy to Spoil You. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's probably my favorite book right now. But it's just pretty much telling girls the basics on how to get a sugar daddy, um, you know, how to talk to him, um, you know, the do's and don'ts, what type of sugar daddies are actually going to give you the money versus like the Sir Capalots, which I talk about in my book, which are the guys that act like they're sugar daddies and going to, you know, actually give us give you something. They're making all these promises, but in the end, they're not giving you diddly squat. Like, um, so yeah, I go over that. And, what, know, did what did you call that again? What did you call Sir Capalot? <laughs> yes, Sir Capalot. <laughs> that is so funny. Gotta watch out for those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that is so funny. So, do you do you like when did you become a sugar baby or decide to get into that? Like, how long have you been in that game for? Probably 10 years. I mean, since I was 18, yeah, I'm 20, I just turned 29. So Mm -hmm. like, I struggled a lot growing up, you know, kind of like the hard not life, the foster care thing. And when you age out, you know, you can either stay in foster care, they can just throw you out and be like, okay, good, you know, good luck. So I kind of struggled from that. And I went with the homelessness thing, the Mm -hmm. being, living with guys and being abused, you know, that Mm -hmm. whole thing. So eventually I was like, you know what, F this. 
Mm. I'm about to try something else. And um, I mean, I met an older guy. That's how I got started. He was like, you're too pretty to be doing all this. Da, 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 da. You know, so I'm like, whatever. But instead of me, you know, going against the grain, I was like, well, let me just see if he's going to help put me in an apartment, you know? So uh, it kind of just started from there. 18, literally, you know, not knowing anything and just kind of yeah. finding my way through it. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. So it just kind of like fell into your lap. Like it wasn't something that you had, because for me being a sex worker was something I dreamed about since like a very young person, like, uh, since like 15, you know, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to be a stripper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, right. It's uh, a glamorous lifestyle. Yeah, oh, yeah. totally. Sure. Totally. And it seems like people come to you because I've seen some of your posts, you're like, oh, I'm getting these questions in my DMs. And so were you just like posting about stuff and people just started asking you questions? Was that sort of like the inspiration for, you know what, let me write this all down and share this with you? Yeah, the the inspiration behind the sugar baby um, or the sugar daddy book was definitely all uh, because people were asking me questions. Like I've always had a sugar daddy, but I haven't been open about it. You know, like mm. I just kind of had it in my background. Maybe you can wonder how I'm making the money. Maybe you can wonder, you know, how, how I got my car and stuff like that. But um, I guess when I started being open about it, I was like, okay, people are really interested in like this sugar daddy thing. Like everybody wants to know about Big Pop, even if they're not coming about it, they're like sliding my DMs. Like, so yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put this in another book and I'm going to sell it. So yeah. yeah. Wow. I love this. So you're like a published author now. You're, yeah. Wow. I mean, that's amazing because it's so helpful and we need it. So what did you think about that? All that stuff that happened with Bella Thorne on OnlyFans? Because you did say there's no cap on tips, but and maybe I'm wrong or maybe it's changed, but during that time, I thought that OnlyFans had put a cap on tips because of the stuff that she had done to her fans. You were what I'm talking about? Do you know that yeah, story? like yeah. when she like scanned them into getting the um Yeah like, and there's nothing there. Barely. Yeah. 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 Um, I haven't ran into a cap yet and I okay. I, I I heard something similar to that, but honestly, I have not ran into any issues like mm-hmm. Yeah, but the biggest tip was $300. So who knows? Like, there, you know, there could right. be somebody trying to tip a, a girl a thousand or something. And yeah, they I heard that they put the cap on two at 200. But if you're getting nope. more than that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that that's I don't know if you heard we did an episode. It could have something to do with your um age of your account, though. Mm, maybe I'm not sure yeah that's a really excellent point because her account was a a newer account and you would have had yours for a while they put a little bit of caps in the beginning like now they do if your account is short okay like or not you know Mm -hmm. okay okay that's really good to know yeah yes I've had mine since 2017 okay so it's been a few years yeah and what was it like during the pandemic for you? Did you see an increase, like a bump, or was it more? Because, Definitely. Because, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's last year is probably my most successful year on OnlyFans, and I didn't put half as much time as I did in the beginning when I first, you know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have thought. Well, I don't know. I was on OnlyFans for like a minute, and I was like this is too much work. And I, and I'm, yeah. I'm looking at you and you're like, put 20 minutes a day into OnlyFans. So I was like, ah, okay. Like gave me a panic attack. <laughs> it's like, no, please. No, if that's what it takes, I can't. I'm just not there. You know? 
<laughs> and that's 20 minutes a day literally putting in the work that's not even the back end of it so 20 exactly. minutes is just like the picture part right but yeah yeah well that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't really get is that what you're doing is actually a career it's a full-on it's work job and yes. you feel slick you're tired at the end of the day like after shooting in 10 different places in your house like Yes, exactly. Because you got to make the background look different, right? You do. You can't keep the same thing. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, I know. Because when I was on that tip or when I had like private clients, I would be like doing it. And at the end of the day, I'd be so tired. And I have people in my inbox like, hey, can you do X, Y, and Z for me? And I was like, no. And they're like, well, why not? I'm like, I just right. don't want to. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Do you have any advice for people who are experiencing burnout from digital sex work? Um, I would say to get some work lined up, like get some content lined up for a week or two mm -hmm. and literally just go, you know, go MIA, but still continue to post the content that you have already, you know, saved up for that date because you're your people are going to start unsubscribing, you know, if right. you go a couple of days without posting, but I don't want to physically work. I'm taking the day off. I'm not responding to messages or anything. I'm just going to right. post the content that I already saved up, you know, which takes two minutes. So, so basically like when you have the energy and you're producing content, produce extra, like, and don't I, use I never it take just once. Yeah. I never right. take, even when I, if, even right now, like I'm going to do a shoot today. I'm going to take probably four or five different scenes and I'm not going to shoot again for the next week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try that out. Cause for me, it's, for just, sure. it's for me, it's just Instagram. How do I get content for Instagram? You know? Right. The same way. Exactly. So I'm going to have to find some motivation, eat some mushrooms and go in the basement and take photos. Oh, that sounds nice. Oh, clean. <laughs> nice. They just came in the mail. What part of the East Coast are you in again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Mennonite country. You got to go deep to find me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, one of the things I noticed that you like to do, um, which is like very similar to me, we actually have a few things in common you like to watch old biographies about history right yeah i do you're really doing your research i'm impressed these yes. guys need to take note <laughs> <laughs> yes um oh and i have something good for you after this too you'll see anyway so what are like your favorite things to watch like what are you into do you have like a favorite genre of history um, honestly, I don't have a favorite genre. I just like learning about history. Like, I feel like in school, they give us this very short, watered down version of like what happened. So honestly, if it's politics, I want to know if it's like aliens, I want to know. I just, I just like general knowledge, you know, like, yes. so anything that's teaching me something, my friend was like, you can just sit down and watch anything. And I'm like, you're right. Cause I'm learning something every time I sit down and watch it, you know? Exactly. So yeah. Yeah, samesies. I don't watch, like, everyone's like, have you seen Bridgerton? I'm like, no. Have you seen the latest Alien documentary, though? <laughs> Funny, because I watch both. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Bridgerton is fun to watch, but, like, similarly to yeah. you, I'm, I'm watching, like, how, how can I learn about um, history? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I find it really helpful when you're, okay, this is just my, one of my strategies with my sugar baby game, but the more like knowledgeable you are in general knowledge, the more 
conversation you can hold, right? Because sometimes older guys will sit there and talk about all types of stuff that happened 20 years before you were born. And I'm like, wait, I know about that. Exactly. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's and that it's something that you said also is like, oh, it's it's your mind. Like they want to be with you for companionship, you know? Right. Yeah. They want to have a conversation with you because it's like the girlfriend experience, right? Literally. Yeah. 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 Um do you do you have like more than one at a time is that a thing that happens or is that is that a lot to juggle it's like having two boyfriends kind of it is a lot to juggle and depending on the i don't want to i hate to say it but like depending on the class of my sugar daddy or how much he can like give me will depend on if i need to have more than one or just him you know so right. i kind of based off my lifestyle right now uh if you can take care of my lifestyle by yourself then hey i'll give you all the attention in the world you know yeah yeah i get it yeah i could it's having like a boyfriend is hard that takes up a it's lot hard. of time yeah right Yes. And it's actually hard to have a boyfriend in, I mean, I don't even know if we're going to talk about that, but just, you know, having a boyfriend while having a sugar daddy is, I mean, it just hasn't worked in the past. I've had boyfriends while it's happened, but it seems like the sugar daddy is always the center of why we aren't together. You know, like they're yeah. still threatened by it. Yeah. Yeah. So are you okay with talking about that a little bit? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. How hard is that? <laughs> Because it's very hard. Yes. Like, what would you say is the most challenging part? Like, balancing your time or like jealousy or? I almost want to say the jealousy part. Mm. Like, even though men always say they're not jealous, when you see this, like, in my last sugar daddy with my my two exes, because we actually had a, I think our thing almost lasted like three years. So it lasted through two actual relationships. Um, he, They were so threatened because he was fine. He was a fine old man, you know, like, and he drove a nice ass truck and he was willing to let me drive his other truck, you know? So, I mean, they're threatened, even though they're paying our bills that we live in the house, you know, mm. they were not happy when I got super dressed up to go leave with him or when he invited me out of town. It was, <laughs> it was not pretty. It was a fight every time. Really? Yeah, yeah, they're always I, threatened. I, and I, I'm, I, it's so funny that, like, I know that to my core that that is like an average normal thing, but I'm still so yeah. shocked to hear, like, how, like, I mean, this is 2021. Haven't we gotten right. past all of this? Like, you would think. Yeah. What are men learning? Yeah. What have they learned in 2020? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> you would think that, like, and my thing is, it's like a job, you know, like, so you should just understand, like, this is my job. So Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? It's It kind of reminds me of polyamory, too, about, like, how, like, men seem Definitely. like they, ha they have this fantasy. Like, I want to, you know, like, they would, I think when they talk outwardly, they're like, oh, I would love to, like, kind of have a girlfriend and do my other thing. But then the reality of it, when it hits them in you the face. You can't handle two. Yeah, you can't handle two women. We have attitudes. Did you forget that we both have attitudes? Exactly. <laughs> and we're both going to call you out on your shit. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's a double like what you're already getting. I don't think yeah. you want that. <laughs> so speaking of growing and maturing, um, here's my favorite post <clears throat> that I found of yours. Um, and it really hit home for me in particular. <clears throat> hey, family, let's talk about letting go, letting toxic shit go in 2021. As we mature, change our ways, learn and grow, 
For some of us, it's moving at a very rapid pace. Lately, I have been taking time every day to get to know myself. I'm learning my likes and dislikes all over again. I'm trying new places, being more open to meeting new people, and giving myself exposure to new experiences. One of my favorite lessons I'm currently learning is what I will and won't tolerate in my life. Chances are that if I won't let it slide in my personal life, then it won't slide in my professional life either. This includes the way I allow people to speak to me, be respectful or get lost. Also, I pay close attention to the way I allow for people to treat me. Lies, betrayal, selfishness, putting me down, I won't stand for any of it. Lastly is my time. My time is more valuable than money. Stand me up, not following through with plans we made and taking my time for granted. Any of this is grounds to be dismissed and demoted as my friend, lover, associate, or client. Moral of the story, stand for something or fall for anything. This year, don't allow people and things to mistreat you or use you up. Take a stand and know you deserve better. Start loving yourself this year. That includes taking a step back to reflect on yourself. Start by removing your own toxic traits and it will spill over into your life. People will start changing or just completely fall off. Let them. Once you get the bad out, you can make room for the good. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. Well, you said so much. You said that. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your words <laughs> that well. you posted on January 8th of 2021. Yeah. Of you in a tie-dye jumpsuit if anyone wants to go and scroll through your account and find that post yeah last year was a tough year right for Mm -hmm. multiple reasons um I feel like I was going through a crazy toxic relationship Mm -hmm. I mean abuse like physical abuse emotional abuse physical abuse like it was going through all of it you know like Mm -hmm. um then with friends I mean it was just a tough year last year and I feel like I'm, I'm almost 30. Like I just turned 29. So one more year, right. And I'm in my dirty 30s. So it's like time when you like literally wake up and I don't know what it is, but you just wake up and you're like, I don't think I want to have to deal with this anymore. Like you start to see yourself in a better light. And I don't know exactly, I can't even point it out. I just know that I started to um, do a little reflection, you know, reading a few books, watching a few YouTube videos and just, um, I don't know, just, just wanting better. Like stuff Mm -hmm. gets old. You've been doing this for how long? Like you can do Mm -hmm. the same thing, but in a different way, you know, or you cannot do the same thing and, and do something else you love. You know, it's it's like we, our life is in our hands, you know, our control. Mm -hmm. So, um, It's funny because once I literally stopped allowing people to talk to me a certain way or started, you know, stopped dealing with me a certain way, most of the people just stopped dealing with me altogether. And I didn't force the comeback this time. You know, I let it drift away. Like, Mm -hmm. deuces. I I got got other stuff going on anyways. You know, I started focusing on me. If you're not making me happy, I don't even want anything to do with it. You're selfish and good luck with that. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It just, there was so much that just spoke to me in this. And I think... One of those sentences I really liked was stand for something or fall for anything. That was just like so powerful. 
Yeah. I feel like as sex workers, this is the thing. People want to disrespect us because that's the first thing that, I don't know, comes to their mind, I feel like sometimes. But I'm not going to allow you to talk to me, not for $10,000, $20,000 or a million dollars. You're going to have to respect me. And I let that be known, you know, regardless of if you're a client, if you're a friend, family or anything. And once you tell them that, you and you can do that in a nice way. It doesn't have to be aggressive mm-hmm. or anything, you know, right. but you're going to have to respect me when you talk to me, like, or you just don't have to talk to me. And most exactly. of the time, guess what? They fall in line or they're going to fall off. So yeah. Yeah. I let girls I, know that for sure. Yeah. And I think taking a stand for yourself is <laughs> also, you know, taking a stand for others at the same time, because if for they're sure. talking to you like that, then they're talking to other people like that. And somebody mm-hmm. somewhere has to break the cycle and, and take a stand and say, Hey, this is not how you treat people you know right yeah so yeah anyways thank you so much for that post it was very very beautiful and powerful so um, yeah we'll we'll be sure to let everyone know at the end of the show where exactly to find you so that they can read more of your posts yeah want to be fabulous just like these strippers pay attention it's stripper tips I would say um, know your boundaries before you hop in the game because uh, there's a lot of money circulating out here. And if you're easily swayed by money, uh, you can easily fall into a deep, dark trap, you know, and that could be of any sort of trap. Um, So I would say just have your boundaries before you go into the situation. So you know what you're going to do, know what you're not going to do. And when people try to persuade you the other way of your boundaries, you have to know, no, I'm not going to do it. Thank you so much for your offer. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you. Take a stand for your boundaries. Get ready for our rapid fire question round. It's time for four for one. If you were in a big heist type movie like Ocean's Eleven, what would your role on the team be? Um, I'm being, I'm the person that busts in the door and like, everyone get the fuck down now. That's me. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? By the door. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) What's your favorite genre of porn to watch? Um, definitely BBC. BBC. Big black cock. Okay, got it. Thank you, because I did not get the acronym. Thank you so much. What's something you always have to remind yourself of? Um, I'm beautiful, regardless of my size or, you know, where where I'm at or who I'm around. I'm a beautiful person inside and out. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much. Last question. What was the last thing you made? Um, a book. I made my sugar daddy book. Yeah, that was the last one. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I Besides my face this morning, right? <laughs> Which looks beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so before we have you plug everything and where to find you, I just want to remind the audience one more time, as mentioned in the beginning, is that we are accepting donations to this show to keep it as commercial-free as possible. So if you would like to donate to Yes, a Stripper, please head to paypal.me forward slash Yes, a Stripper podcast. Okay, Shamika, can you tell everyone where exactly we can find more about you? Like, list all the things. 
Okay, so um, Instagram is Instagram.com slash the proho underscore. Um, my website has all of the information, theproho.com. You can also find me at tw on Twitter um, at twitter.com slash the proho. Uh, everything is the proho except an inst Instagram, which has the underscore. Awesome. Thank you. Well, this is just, it's been so fun getting to know you. And I knew it would fun. be. Yes, I knew it would be. You're an awesome guest. And please make sure that you let us know of things that are coming up for you and when your next book is coming out so that we can share that with our audience as time goes on. Um, thank you. Yes, and thank you so much to everyone for tuning in and getting to know Shamika a little bit better. We hope you enjoy Yas, a stripper podcast. Until next time, bye. Hey guys, I just want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Yes, a stripper podcast. You can also watch this podcast on YouTube at Yes, a stripper podcast. And of course, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Yes, a stripper pod. Yes, a stripper podcast is produced by Mackenzie Mazel, Shelly Snyder, and yours truly, A.M. Davies. Be sure to email any questions or comments to yes, a stripper podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow me personally, you can find me on Instagram at the queen of sexy. You can also check me out on my website, thequeenofsexy.com. <laughs>